Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of Trade Talk. Haven't had an episode in a while because the market has been quite a uh, war of attrition. Make a little money, lose a little money, up 300 points, down 300 points. Eh, not a firm direction, but there's not a firm direction based because of one of the episodes that I did on August 30th in which I predicted accurately pat myself on the back on that one, um, that political gridlock would cause an issue with the markets and would make a repricing event. Now, the first thing before I give the thesis on the episode, I know people will say, because I want to keep it in line, they'll say, well, the, the market went back up today. Uh, what's today? September, uh, October 7th. Pardon me. Yeah, it did. Trump tweeted, then walked back the tweets. Everyone is like, ah, you know, he, he, he is an arbitrary person. Um, you can't, you almost do the opposite of what he says on, um, on his tweets. But that's not the point. The point is that it has a basis and it begins to make institutions think a particular kind of way. So let's get into the episode. So in this episode, we're going to be speaking about the concept of a delta hedge and uh, also the concept of putting in a being market neutral all within the portfolio. My thesis going forward is this. October 7th, Trump tweets. Uh, to end negotiations for um, the CARES Act and the extension of stimulus, which is in essence just government liquidity to markets to keep them going, a backstop, if you will. This is why our markets have run up. And this is why some people will say, oh, this is the fastest recovery of a recession ever because it was never a recession. Public health scare. I don't care what anyone says. It's not a recession. It's a public health scare that got... Uh, that they put money behind because they didn't want to relive 08. But don't worry, a systematic recession will come in due time and we will have that conversation at that time. But let's stay on topic here. So Trump says, uh, ending negotiations. Okay, you're going to end negotiations. Now, if I am an institution or I'm looking at the market landscape and these things are ending. The first thing I'm going to be thinking about is catching shorts on the market, right? Now, it doesn't matter that the short on the market gets a rebound. You're looking at it all wrong. You have to look at what the insurance premiums are, the put protection. Insurance premiums means when people want to insure their portfolios with buying derivative downside risk. Very wordy, but what I'm saying is insurance protection is to be layman when you buy an insurance policy or you make a bet on the opposite direction of your portfolio. If you are bullish, if you think prices are going to go up, you buy the insurance protection to uh, protect you from prices going down, right? So, but 
in this case, and when I'm speaking, I'm going to use stock market terms. I'm not going to use colloquial terms because I can only speak about it in the way that I can see it. I, I, I can envision, I can visualize what I'm talking about and I can see how it plays out. So you've got to buy insurance protection. And if you have to buy this insurance protection, you have to know that markets trending up or going down and then flipping back up because of a tweet, obviously they give you an opportunity to buy the insurance protection at a cheaper price, right? The markets are already extended. You know that they've been trading sideways. You already know that the... Um, the warning signs are there that the two parties in our government cannot come to a resolution. You know the election is coming up. No matter how they pussyfoot around the situation, you know what stakes are on the table. And these are the stakes. Democrats want certain things, more things to public policy than the, uh, Republicans are saying, put the money in the people's hands. The Republicans are the ones that have the veto power and have the overall presidential power. But time is not on their side. I believe that the Democrats, if they have the balls to do it, are going to let their nuts hang, for lack of a better term. Extend out the holdout as close to the election as possible. As close as you can get. You've already, like, remember, you guys got to remember that in politics, sometimes people will be like, oh, we have to protect our constituents. We have to care about them. They do not care. You don't remember two years ago or was it a year ago? It was probably two years ago. We didn't have a budget in this country until February. It had gotten so bad that they were laying off government employees or turning or furloughing them and telling them, hey, we cannot pay you because we don't have a budget. I have an, another friend, client of mine, who right now in his job still doesn't have a budget at, at, at uh, the United States Census. They don't care about this stuff. It's the whatever the political wrangling is, even though they every year they know the same time they're supposed to have a budget in late October. Same time, every time they never get it done on time. And you damn sure and, and it's for damn sure that they're not going to get it done this time. They will squeeze out the average person to force the hand of government. Don't worry about those walk back tweets. What happened by the end of market close today? Talk stall again. The talks will stall until very close to the end of this month. In my opinion, this is not a fact. This is an opinion. But this opinion leads me to explain to you why put protection and portfolio protection is going to work here. Why your delta hedge is going to work here. While why putting on a long short position in the portfolio, almost like a mar pretty much your market neutral, and then lift off that short side when the new stimulus bill is passed. You know, markets aren't going to be allowed to fall just just without any. Uh, any backstop on them. Institutions get that. And I think you should get that. You should not fear that. Jerome Powell, Munchen, they're all there 
and they've already committed to that. But the other thing that they say is they know if they allow it and they don't put these backstops in there, things are going to get really, really, really ugly. So let me glean you on how I'm looking at this and how we're going to play it. Where I like looking currently is going back four weeks and saying the biggest sectors that are pushing the market, the S&P 500, the QQQs for um, tech stocks, the VIX, and um, the investment grade bond market index. What are all of those index doing? And four, and four weeks ago, the put protection was extremely cheap, extremely, extremely cheap, meaning you could pay for a 15% correction in the market. You could pay roughly uh, probably 30 to 60 cents per option contract. That's extremely cheap. You fast forward four weeks just, for ye- just from yesterday. Things aren't terribly more expensive because we had the market rally, Dow rally 500 points, give or take 20 cents, 30 cents in some cases. So meaning 20 to 30 cents more expensive. But to set those puts and insurance protection a month ago would not have been in your favor because you had no idea what the intent was by the government. But now you know, oh, they're going to play this thing out. That's my wager. So I'm looking into, the, into these aspects and I'm looking into the micro of things. Before when I said, oh, if the government stops funding the market, you short everything. Well, you don't have to literally short everything, like I said. If you use a delta hedge strategy, delta hedge strategies are for protecting profits, right? For those who may not know what a delta hedge is. But you can make money in a delta hedge um, if the underlying stocks rise above the price of the puts. I know this may sound confusing, but follow me. If you bought the underlying stock at five bucks and you have a put, and oh, sorry, you have the underlying stock of ABC at five bucks and it falls down to three bucks because they didn't pass the stimulus bill, and you have a put down there at $2 because generally you want your put outside of the money so you can buy it cheaper. Outside of the money, literally meaning that I want it to, I, the, the stock has to hit $2 to be in the money. Outside of the money at $3 means it hasn't fallen low enough. So I buy the puts at two. And if the stock starts to rise above what the puts were set at, you receive a profit. Now, in Delta hedging, it's not so much to say that it is the say all be all way to go. I think you want to put your Delta hedge in there because you have profits that have run up through this whole time, right? I, I had another uh, friend of mine who says I lost 40000 in a week just because of this guy. Yeah. And it's not because of him. It's because you had no idea what you were doing on the hedge side. Because everyone's been running the 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 um the long side, and you know that this is true because the put protection is so cheap. 
This is the same thing that happened with Bill Ackman when he was able to turn uh, $27 million into $3.2 or $3.9 billion in uh, 10 days because the CDSs, the credit default swaps, which is also insurance, and the puts were so damn cheap because people weren't looking at the short side. It doesn't mean I'm smarter. It just simply means that what is your thesis and do you understand why your thesis is the way it is? So in this particular case, I don't think that I'm the savant, but I do think that I know I can see from a, ma- a micro level going back one month and counting from one month up till actually counting back four weeks, going back four weeks, counting four weeks up till this uh, four weeks presently. And you can see that it has not uh, the premiums to buy put protection, insurance protections have not gone up very much. So a lot of people aren't buying into it, even as that tweet was sent out. I believe that I have the rest of the month to make money off of these puts, and I'm going to set the puts now. The puts will be in QQQs, uh, SPY, the VIX, and um, uh, what do you call this? And uh, investment grade bond index. And I am looking for 15% correction. It is not my assumption that we will actually fall 15% in the market. I don't care about it falling 15%. I care about being slightly outside of the money so I could buy the protection very cheap. So even if we fall 10%, I paid so little for the protection, uh, the price appreciation is in my favor because I am buying, um, I'm leveraging more and buying more of the put protection uh, than overpaying for the put protection um, and, and thinking the market falls only 5%. That is just my idea. I kind of like this idea because everything is coming home to roost and it is showing that to have your book market neutral, which means to be long and short at the same time, meaning having long positions hedged by short positions, but having a percentage more long than short or more short than long is uh, makes perfect sense. And I don't want to get this jumbled because... This thesis is a mix between having a delta hedge as well as a market neutral strategy. You can have both within the same portfolio. The thing is, I'm leaning slightly more on the short side. On general occasions, you're going to be 70-30 where you're 70% long, 30% short. But in this particular case, I feel that I am going to be 60% short. 40% long. And in that 40% that is long, that's where the delta hedge is going to be. And I'm going to let the 60% on the short end ride with the um, put protection premiums. I am also going to try to look for some credit default swaps out there, but it takes a little longer to create a credit default swap because you have to say you are betting on a particular section of the market. You have to find someone else to take that bet on the other end, generally an institution. And uh, you probably got to do, I would think it's got to be anywhere from a million to $5 million increments to get someone to take the other side of the bet. However, I know that it can be done. I just need to look for it. And I think there is enough time to look for it. So I'm going to be looking for it the whole of this week. Hopefully you get an idea of what I'm thinking and why I think it makes sense. I don't want to get too confusing into um, 
the podcast and the overall thesis because I don't like them to run too long. It's not about being very wordy. It's about being very accurate and striking very accurate. And that is how we intend to strike uh, coming into the rest of the month. We're come. We're into the fourth quarter, barely, and you're going to start seeing as we finish our uh, election in this country, they're going to have to ratchet up uh, money flowing to consumers so we can get a robust Christmas. If you haven't realized by now, and I, and mark my words, you will see it. Universal basic income is here to stay. Universal basic income is stimulus. And you're going to continue to keep seeing stimulus. And as long as you don't have one party dominating the political landscape, from House of Representatives to Congress to um, the presidency, you're going to see these fights happen over and over and over and over again, is my opinion. So get ready. But on the bright side, for as far as time, as, as far as I can see, as time is going, you are set to receive some form of stimulus for a perpetual ma- amount of time. I hope that this podcast finds you well. I hope everyone is safe and healthy. This is L.A. Aco with Trade Talk. Thank you for tuning in. Take care. Good night.